Oh my god, hi. Oh my god, hi. Oh my god, hi. Does it sound okay? It sounds so good. Oh, you sound good. so beautiful. Look at you. Ooh. Where's that jumper from? I haven't seen it before. Shut <laughs> <laughs> up. <laughs> what shop did you buy it from? <laughs> Shut your mouth. Pinpoint it. Name one. Shut up. <laughs> oh god. It's your podcast, you little witch. <laughs> <laughs> We're here. We're queer. And we're busy doing Real Hot, Hot Girl, Girl shit. shit. Woo! I'm Claire. And I'm Carl. And this is Real Hot Girl Pod, a podcast about embodying the hot girl attitude in a queer, inclusive space. Ooh, I hope you've heard the earlier episodes and know what we're about, but let's do a quick recap. As hot girls in training, we are striving to unapologetically be ourselves and love ourselves. And why are we saying girl in 2023? Because <laughs> we're just gonna back from the patriarchy is all damn term. Oh my god. Stunning. Cause I've, I've got, got a brand new combine harvester and I'll give you the key. Come on now, let's, let's get together in perfect harmony. <laughs> I got 20 acres, <laughs> you got 23. <laughs> no, I got a brand new combine harvester and I'll get you the key. Come on, Ben. Hi, And That will make sense later in the context of the episode because we are doing one of our work world famous agony auntie oh my god episodes joan and barbie are here Hi. to answer your questions i know we're here to give unsolicited unconditional advice well it was he- solicited people sent them in unqualified unqualified <laughs> highly unqualified yeah 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 but we mean well we no mean i think we're good at giving advice actually well let's find out okay hot or not so miss finn what was hot or not for you this week <laughs> Well, Claire, as we have had such a busy whirlwind week, what has been hot for me is basically I'm like, basically like Hollisley already. I um, I know I keep saying this where I'm kind of like, I got my shit locked down, whatever like this. But like, I actually have like my um, insurance stuff. I have my big like bag and shit like that put yeah. together hey god i was not a big bag but um, <laughs> i don't know um but yeah i feel like i have like all my bits in line have booked my hostels have like itinerary sorted like this is again raveling on where you know i've just been like talking about the same things over and over being like yeah i just feel i need to get this done this done but like it's officially for me obviously this pre-recorded now but like I will be going very, very soon. That's so exciting. Yeah, so I'm like fully in like the, like signing off emails, doing my handovers. Like work-wise is very nicely just set aside. And I'm like, oh, all the sleigh vibes are coming up around the corner. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I love that. I know, it's been very, very nice. What about you, Claire? What's been hot for you this week? Well, you're a little bit involved in this. Well, pretty much all of us. Um, Until you go away, well. um, I feel like the winter season of um, being this little social butterfly and spending quality time with people Uh is really starting in full swing. Like we're going to go and meet up with friends Mm -hmm. later. We've got like a nice night out planned for ourselves tomorrow Um, another one next Friday like we've just kind of we've just put things into the diary we've got some fun stuff coming up I've got some gig tickets sitting there ready to be used as well and um, yeah I'm just feeling that I'm getting into the kind of the the good bits about winter my favourite bits about winter the quality time with people so that's my hot of the week oh my god yeah what about you know any 
knots of the week? Um, my knots of the week are that like, yes, I'm like on top of all my stuff, but um, <laughs> I'm slowly realizing, um, similar to kind of this podcast, like the more that you kind of to like pre-plan and work around, especially in my kind of area of work is, I've essentially tried to like schedule a month worth of content. Turns out whenever you post every single day on like loads of different platforms, including your like own and stuff like this, quite heavy lifting. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of came across me where I'm like, I'm on day like day 15. Connor's in the big brother house. Like mm-hmm. I feel like I'm in that, the trenches of it all. Yeah. But like in a good way, like it's a not so fun where I'm just kind of like, this feels like the most monotonous thing. Like every, like it, my day has been dragged out. I don't know about anybody else, but like whenever there's monotonous tasks and duty, yeah. and you just feel like there's no passion behind this. I'm a clog and a whale. Oh, I know. But in the grand scheme of things, it's all quite good. But yeah, it's just been You're like... You're doing it for the greater good. Yeah, it's just killing my brain slowly one little bit of time. But that's why I'm running away so it can get recharged. Listen, I know, I know. brand new shampoo when you get back. Ooh. What about you, Claire? Any knots of the week? Well, Connor Finn, last week's episode, my hot of the week was just feeling really happy in myself and everything was going great. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no, (laughs) I tripped and fell over the lack of sunlight and vitamin D in my body, yaddy, yaddy. And I've just literally woke up the next day after we recorded feeling like an absolute bag of shite. Um, And it's just like the wind, like it's just that winter thing. I thought every year, I feel like every, I should mark the date in my calendar because it's always around the same time. But every year I think, haha, I've beaten it. No seasonal depression mode for me. And then it just comes on like nothing happened, nothing bad happened, anything like that. It's just the like waking up at 4 a.m., overthinking your entire world and then being tired the next day, having small little uh, low level panickers when you're trying to go about your paid employment and your life. Not great. No, but, but now, look, there's a couple of variables in there. And I think that we're also, we've got some hot girl tips that probably in next week's episode we'll be able to like chance into and talk about a little bit more yes. on how to navigate that because we won't let it happen. No, we are going to do for next week's episode, we're going to do a little recap on all of the hot girl training that we learned last winter in real time. Yeah. Um, so we're going to ha- put that into a, essentially a handy little listicle. For, so for all the new real hot girls, um, you'll be able to look learn everything that we learned on this journey <laughs> over the last year and also um, a little refresher for the OGs as well. Yeah, exactly. This is definitely not a cult. Now, Connor Finn, every time we do one of these episodes, <laughs> you have to remind me who's Joan and who's Barb again. The, oh, oh my God. Okay, so I'm Joni. You're, You're Joni yeah. and I'm Barbie. Yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. So Joan and Barb in yeah. their day-to-day life, but when... They open the Pinot Grige and they've got the Mary Black on the stereo and they're answering the questions and dilemmas from the real hot girls. It's That's Joanie when Joni and Barbie. Barbie. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, so yeah. I'm Barbie. Yeah. Oh my God, I love that. How Hi, do Barbie. I forget that? Hi, Joni. Hi, Barbie. <laughs> okay, so who have we got up first? Actually, we'll leave the names off. What have we got up first? Names out of this. First one comes up and basically they say, Hi, Rides. Hi, Rides. Any tips on how to date? A busy farmer. Now, I do have to include the emojis that are included with this as well, where it's a, like, kind of um, scrunched up face that would often give a, oh, signed, car, 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 um, water uh, gushing three times. 
Um, <laughs> so uh, just put that into a bit of a, a context around it. Any tips on how to date a busy farmer? Claire, have you ever had experiences dating a farmer? I actually have. Oh, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, well, listen up. We're all getting exclusive tonight. I didn't expect this one. Shut up. Pray tell. What would you uh, give for any advice on, uh, you know, a busy man in the muck? <laughs> <laughs> Keep lifting those hay bales because those arms are looking good. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is for someone that's like trying to date somebody who's I know. a busy farmer. I know oh. who's already in the relationship with them. No, no, no. They're they're basically on how to date a busy farmer. So I think this is. I know this person's context around. Oh, this. sorry. So yeah, I yeah. read it as they were in the relationship and going, "Hey, this person has no, no time for me." No, no. Oh, okay, this is okay, a okay. That's kind of like how do I date like a farmer who's like pure busy? Like I've chatting to this person and this is like how do I like lock them down I really feel like this is more your territory like you would know the ins and outs of it now my mom did work for the Irish Farmers Journal for many years so I am aware um, and from like little bits of summer work and stuff that I would have done um, from what I I'll tell you my city mouse perspective is it that during certain times of the year Mm -hmm. it's extremely busy Mm. because there might be like crops that need harvesting or it might be silage season Mm. or it might be lambing season or something like that and during those times it's like game over sorry there's nothing you can do mm. um, but outside of that I'm not really sure well, the only farmer I know is like happily married with like gorgeous <laughs> kids and they're oh. like all hanging out on the farm together yeah do you know so like I don't re- I don't know I think farming kind of comes in the same territory as the likes of like nursing and stuff like that where you will be kind of almost in shift work you'll be up okay. real early you could be up at like four or five in the morning you could be taking out so it's kind of like DJing kind of yeah, yeah yeah so you could be doing you know with the cattle and stuff like this do you know you might have like working off and then by five o'clock you'll basically have like all your stuff wrapped up preferably like before that three but you know what I mean I think it's trying to work around someone that's maybe quite an early rise maybe is psychotic conscious that they'll have to be getting up the next day and how do you kind of navigate around that because usually Farmer, you're real. You're not really going into the times that often. Are oh, you be wrecked? Like who exactly. would have the time? Yeah. Um. Okay. So, what I would say then is this person that you need to accept that that is their life, that is their lifestyle choice, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, and that this will be just drawing on my own experience mm-hmm. that like you're working odd hours mm-hmm. and your partner has to be okay with that. Okay. Because it is a non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. You know, like the lambs aren't going to pop themselves out yeah. and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, so I would say that maybe you just need to have a conversation with them and yeah. say, hey, listen, I realize the hours thing and everything, but I like you and I'm willing to be flexible around it. Mm-hmm. If you like me, will we give that a go? Because yeah. they might be thinking, oh, I don't really want to lead this person on if mm. I'm going to be like working all hours. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, you, I think you also need to take into perspective is it the kind of lifestyle? Because that's what you're buying into whenever yeah. you start dating a farmer. Now, pros those men carry cash on them like it's monopoly <laughs> money you smell manure I smell money honestly <laughs> like they will be whipping out you will not lift a finger you will get wine dined and 69 honestly it will be time your life because usually quite like I mean just speaking from personal terms I know any of the oh. far no not oh. that kind of way but any of the farmers I would kind of know out my side like they'll usually be quite attentive there'll be a heart of gold um, and there'll be a little bit of an oddball because it won't be the same city slickers whatever like that mm-hmm. but like 
usually farmers they're wear they work hard and they usually like play to go hard. out, play yeah. hard, go out like this. So if you're dating out, you'll get a fantastic date. Mm-hmm. Um, if you end up enjoying that, you know, and want to go on further, you do need to accept, as you said, it's a yeah. lifestyle. Yeah, you're like, not going to change them. Like no, it's just, like yeah. they will be expecting the mummy's son, like the dinners on the Sunday and stuff like oh, that. Oh no, hang on a second. Exactly, this is where kind we're of comes assuming into... genders and gender roles here as well. How do we know that the farmer is a man and the person texting in is a woman? I'm assuming. Well, I'm oh. giving if it's perspective of um somebody that's going to date a male farmer. Okay. So, but again, yes, absolutely right. Yeah. But this is kind of, in my perspective, okay, what fair. a lifestyle could look like. So are we saying basically talk to them, let them know you're interested and that you're aware of their limitations, but also their hunky muscles? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. perfect. If you buy into buy into lifestyle. Okay, per Real hot girl shit. Okay, up next, uh, we got a DM in and it said, oh, relatable, feeling so bad for them. It says, girls, I'm feeling really shit about myself at the moment. I hate how all my clothes look on me and I'm just not feeling myself at the moment. What what can I do to feel like a real hot girl again? I mean, that's this is just something that happens to everyone, isn't it? Oh my God, bi-weekly. <laughs> so I would say there are a few things that will happen here. One, um, our bodies change and mm-hmm. fluctuate. There's nothing wrong with that. Two, we might have clothes that, I mean, I personally, I will have like a favorite item of clothing I'll wear to death and then one day I'll be like, I never want to look at this again. Yeah. But you keep it in the wardrobe because you feel guilty. Mm. So what I would say is, first of all, um, be nice to yourself. There's nothing wrong with you. Okay. You're deadly. You are a real hot girl. But if you want to feel like a real hot girl t- again, what I would say is grab a pal, grab some tunes and get the pal to go through the wardrobe with you. And, you know, I would be very like, oh, sentimental. Oh, I wore this uh, on stage at this gig or mm. I did, wore this here. Or I got this here or mm. whatever. But what you need to do then is say, is this something that I need to be looking at every time I open my wardrobe? Or is this something that if it's that important could go into a little memory box mm. or pass it on to someone deadly? So I would say a big audit of the clothes. Um, If it's a size issue, the clothes are the problem, not you. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. if those clothes don't fit you anymore, that's a clothes problem. So you need to replace. It doesn't have to be a lot of money. You can yeah. organize a swap shop with your mates. Um, you can go charity shopping. There's nothing better, as you and I well know, Connor Finn, than digging through a big old pile of <laughs> shite and finding something <laughs> deadly for very little very money. True, yeah. yeah, really, really good. So yeah, go through all of the clothes. And then you might look at, uh, do not cut your hair if you're stressed out. First of all, we say this over and over and over. No major hairstyle <laughs> changes when we're in this frame of mind but you can look at you know if you wear makeup Mm. um maybe oh have you got into a little bit of a rut you can Mm. go um and you can book an appointment with a makeup counter no obligation Mm. to buy just say you want to do a little trial for an everyday kind of look or a nighttime Mm. look or whatever it is get a few ideas from them they'll be more than happy to help and you can like treat yourself to a a new little something at the end Mm. um so that is what i would say um would be the main things is just you know get a pal outside perspective and just ruthlessly go through that wardrobe and see what you need to do yeah i think there's especially this kind of thing comes around the kind of winter months as well where people are like oh like i'm getting into almost like my winter body like I'm not as active anymore yeah. I just feel a bit frumpy and I know especially for kind of any like male presenting uh, members of society as well it can often be like oh like I like can't wear that shirt it feels really tight now yeah. or, like it make me feel a bit loose and stuff like this is what layer seasons is all about exactly. it's about make sure that you're comfortable in whatever skin that you're in Yeah, just hammering home as much as I can 
you're not the problem. You're not the problem. But then also, society is a little bit the problem here because if you are somebody who primarily wears women's clothes, mm. um, the cycle, even though people say they're anti-fast fashion, the cycle of different trends and things mm. moves so, so quickly. You are better off finding something that suits you really well, that you feel good in, that you feel comfortable in. Um and kind of have that as like a staple mm. do you know that kind of way so do what works for you don't yeah. worry but like look at how cute this skirt is and I feel so cute it's in it today look at but you. I tried it on last week and for whatever reason I looked in the mirror and I was like absolutely not Yeah. like sometimes we just don't feel good in what we're wearing but then you just go to an old favourite and do that instead I like to ask a question that uh, one of our previous guests uh, often uh, put into you know our real hot girl guide is it serving power bottom yeah, is it serving power bottom? Are you serving? Uh, are you feeling your absolute best self? Are you feeling like a real hot girl a in it? Cunt. If not, just put it away. Yeah. Okay. I love that you're like referencing another previous guest. PJ loves saying serving serving pussy guns. I know. Oh my god. Um, okay. So real hot girl, let us know how you get on, and best of luck to you. You are a big ride, and mm. don't be stressing. Mwah. Big hot girl energy. Okay, Claire. The next one comes in and says, "Hi, rides." Hi, oh my god. The amount of times we have to hammer that. Um, so I've been going on dates recently but no person that I've met so far has really been giving me the butterflies at this stage I'm starting to wonder is there something wrong with me or am I setting my standards a bit too high real hot girls help okay yeah Ooh, what do we think I wonder is this an internet dating thing I um, feel like it is because if it's an in person you're like vibing with the person or you're not yeah like I would say this kind of is relatable also with our coughing episode that we talked about where, you know, it is the kind of season where a lot of people will be going on like multiple dates and stuff like this. And I know for myself, I have been on like, I was a serial dater. I was going on like, you know, two or three dates, whatever, like a week. And I wasn't like, nobody was really like making me go, ooh, ah. Like, yeah, I think there is something in the kind of where you get to stage and you kind of go like, um, I like expecting some like magical like angel are my standards too high and you kind of start questioning things that like right what am I actually looking for yes. and it's a bit of introspective that comes into it and you kind of go like was that person actually realised or did I just get bored of them quickly okay so I think there's two major things here the first is when you are like if you're on a dating app it's a video game essentially yeah. and you're judging somebody on a handful of very well curated photos mm-hmm. um, a witty bio or not like mm-hmm. it might be a bit shit maybe they're just not good at that you know whatever it is um but that's not like a real measure of a person because if you're not good at writing a witty bio you're going to get a friend to help you you know mm. this kind of thing so i think that um if you go and meet somebody that you're vibing with on an app you're chatting a little bit um do go with an open mind because the idea of, that you have of them is not going to be the real person yeah. so you're better to like chat to them get to know them a little bit also i always think to take into consideration on a first date um the person's nervous like yeah. it's a it's a horrible nervous exposing kind mm. of thing um so do give a little bit of a leeway for nerves but also like you said if you're not feeling it you're not feeling it yeah now having said all that i'm going to get a little bit serious just for a minute there's a little bit of work to be done here right Right, but if you're finding consistently that you're meeting people and they're perfectly nice Mm. but you're just not getting any sort of like a butterfly or any kind of feeling yeah what is a really good thing to do is sit down with a little pen and paper and just do a little bit of a, a, a brain dump, a write out and mm-hmm. have a look back at your previous relationships, particularly the previous relationships that 
were not healthy for you. Right. So were you in a relationship where you constantly felt on edge? Were you in a relationship where there was a lot of drama, a lot of fighting? Did you grow up in a household where there was a lot of drama, a lot of fighting? Because that is going to carry on and you're going to have... I believe it is called the... Now, I'm not a fucking professional, right? Um, but it's it, it's like an anxious attachment style. Yeah. So you're basically... What's hooking you in is that like that fight or flight or freeze kind of frame of mind yeah. where you're like, oh, what's going to happen? And you're feeling nervous and yeah. people will mistake that for butterflies. Um. So if it's something that's consistently happening, just put, a, put aside an hour for yourself today. Just look back and be like, what were old patterns that I had and do I want to break them? Because, yeah. you know, it often will happen that like I know some couples that are very, very happy together. Um, and there was it, it was it was a grower. Yeah. Do you know that kind of way? There was no there was no initial butterflies. Often in these situations, it's people that are friends for years and then all of a sudden they realize, wait a minute. Yeah. And it's that kind of foundation is built. So there's no kind of like roller coaster, mm. but it's a steady ship, yeah, yeah. which is safe and secure. But having said that, the third thing I will say is sometimes when you know, you know. Yeah. So you can't force it. Um, you know, like love is like a fart. If you force it, it's gonna be shit. Yes. Yeah. You know. So you really need to. Um. So th- there's a th- there's the three things that I would say. Give people a little bit of leeway. Also, do the little bit of work on yourself. But also, when you know, you know. Yeah. So if you haven't found somebody that you're like, wow, I really like this person, then you gotta kind of just keep looking. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair enough. And also, let's not put aside like sorry like dating is so fun don't take the fun out of dating yeah, looking for of the course. perfection or looking for the, like that okay I um, you know have a birthday coming up or you know there's possibly you know Christmas is coming up and you're kind of looking for the next person to kind of like you know lock in for certain dates wherever like that just remember everybody's on their own plane in life yeah. um, absolutely and I think the best kind of like litmus test is to kind of go like do they add anything to your group like yeah. are they and to your life to your life like or is this just like someone that you're maybe it's just a like headache. A, a, yeah. a headache or just something for a bit of fun that kind of way like yeah. depends what you're going into it for like there's plenty of things yeah. that and again going back to our how to be sound when dating around episode if you haven't listened to it do um mm-hmm. just um be open and honest about what you want don't yeah. be dick don't leave people on yeah okay good luck to you go with your gut you'll be fabulous and don't forget to have fun Woo. this is definitely not a cult Okay, what's next? Next, next. So, Claire, this one comes in and it says, Hi, Ryan. Hi, Ryan. I've been dating my boyfriend for six months. Okay, so we've got another dating one. He has dated a lot of women before, but I want to give him a chance because I think everyone deserves one. Okay. Okay. Um, everything was going well until about two weeks ago. He has always been affectionate and told me how crazy he was about me. Then I noticed he started getting a bit distant and not replying to messages. However, I put this down to his work schedule. When I saw him three days ago, he told me how much he missed me and was excited to see me. When he left the room, however, I noticed a notification from a dating app popping up on his phone. Okay. I know this is wrong, but I checked his phone and he was active and chatting with women on two apps. When I asked him about it, he initially denied it, but eventually confessed. He said he had been bored and had no intention of meeting these women. I immediately got up to leave, but he stopped me, told me I was the most important thing to him and apologised. My friends are disgusted and said, there's no reason to use these apps unless you're going to hook up. I feel really confused now and I feel he does love me. I don't know how to proceed. Oh, you see, it's the lion for me. Yeah. It's the sneaking around. Yeah. 
can't. Now, six months in, I'm sorry, you one should not be feeling a certain way that's uncomfortable mm. and then wondering, oh, maybe it must be his work schedule and reassuring yourself about it. Mm. Six months into a committed relationship with someone, you should be able to say, hey, listen, I'm just feeling a bit funny at the moment. Can we have a talk about it? Mm. Uncomfortable? Yes. Could you be doing better things with your time with your partner? hi Yes, you could. <laughs> but not really because it's really fucking important. Yeah. So I think that's an issue. Communication is obviously an issue there. Mm. Um, so that is not cool. And also, like, that's not, that's just not acceptable behavior. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So the fact that he denied it as well, like, I think the communication thing is an issue. And then also just the sneak in, it wouldn't be making me feel good as well. Yeah. So it kind of sounds like it's up to you. You can give him a, a second chance, but not a third. Mm. Or you can just walk away from it with your head held high because, no, I think six months. Are you messing? Absolutely not. What do you think? I absolutely agree. And I think that your friends are have said that they're kind of disgusted in it as well. I think they're the best people to kind of rely on in these situations. I don't know, you know, whatever past experience have happened, but like if these people are there to protect you and if clearly someone is stepping over certain boundaries and it doesn't matter if it's, you know, what's happened to you right now or if there's something else happened with somebody else out there and they're starting to feel a little bit, you know, rickety about themselves or about a relationship, if they can have a reliable person to go and kind of bounce ideas off of mm-hmm. and kind of just express their feelings through um, that they're, whatever they come around to, like say they yeah. come out and go like, well, here's the ra- rationale, here's the reason. Yeah. They're probably the best people that know you. So if your yeah. friends are reacting like it's not a bad thing, or sorry, that it, it is, is a bad, bad thing, thing, they yeah. are absolutely Look, if probably he come, the if he comes absolutely crawling back and explaining everything and he's like, I'm so sorry, it was a stupid mistake, mm. I realised, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. If you are considering giving him another chance, you really have to say, do I feel like I can trust that person Mm. again or am I always going to be looking at the phone? Mm. You know? Yeah. So ask yourself that question. But I'm sorry now. Lots of love to you, um, lovely listener, because that's a bit of a shit situation. Yeah. Um, But yeah, and this is another trust your gut one as well. I know you've invested time and energy into this person, but you don't want to waste anymore if it's not going to be something that you can build on yeah you know what that is Claire real hot girl real hot girl okay short and sweet girls because we're actually going out to meet friends for some (laughs) drinks so uh, thank you for the ones that were submitted in you can always get in touch with us at the usual channels at real hot girl pod at insta and tiktok or for longer ones real hot girl pod at gmail.com but Connor before we go (gasps) what was your homework this week and did you achieve it oh my god Claire you may remember my homework last week was to make the office queer did I well I'm here so yeah yes, basically <laughs> Sam, Sam, Sam. yes also also there are rumours of us having a dress up in the office Shut so up. I think I might be coming in as Miss Piggy oh my god unbelievable <laughs> I know if there's a prize so down, if there's a card in front of me I'm oh yeah oh you will absolutely like, win like everyone else should just stay home I know what about you Claire what was your homework last week and did you do it well my homework was to um, following on from our neuro spicy episode try and put the work systems that I was putting in place into my life mm. I am doing it slowly it is a process I'm trying to go easy on myself like I said been in and out of the bin mm. this week um, so yeah just really trying to um, 
yes, continue to put little systems in place for myself. Um, and it's a process. So I would say yes, tick. Tell me, Connor, what is one thing you were going to do this week to embody Adi Adi, the hot girl energy? Oh, well, Claire, I'm going to take my own advice in this one. Um, in Vietnam, I'm going to find a lovely farmer and uh, we're just going to settle down. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Um, I don't really have too much homework for myself this week. I feel like I've kind of been on track of everything. Um, the only thing that I kind of want to do is to kind of like, kind of do what you said your heart of the week was, which was like, obviously there's like loads of things coming up and can kind of be overwhelming, many social occasions. Yeah. And I myself am going like, fuck's sake, right, I have to go to this, have to go to that. It's remembering that these are good things. Yeah. These are things I enjoy. Yeah. And to embrace them okay, full-heartedly, full-heartedly, big and stinky. Big and, that, and stinky. Big and stinky. Love and it. that's what's going to be my homework okay. this week. What about you, Claire? What's one thing you're going to do this week to embody Adi Adi, the hot girl energy? Well, Miss Finn, this is actually tying into next week's episodes. <gasps> um, my homework for this week is to not let the seasonal depression mode bite me in the hole. And what I am going to do is I am actually going to go back through our previous episodes... Mm-hmm. Our winter warmers, all that kind of stuff. And I'm going to come next week with a list of all of the tools in compressed form um, that I'm going to be using over the dark and stinky months. Oh. And um, we're going to share that with the hot girls next week. So per. Alrighty, I think there might be a sliver of daylight still outside. Should we go and bathe our skin in it? Okay, love you. Till next time. (laughs) Stay Stay hot, hot girls. girls.